0: Hello and welcome to Gist Arena. All we do is gist, gist, and gist. I am Cynthia and I am joined here today by my fellow Gistas, Ayotunde and Adenike. And guess what? Again we have another guest with us. This time around, he is a male. This is the first time we are having a G- male um, gister here with us. He goes by the name main star Shijo a Lokun. and by his own admission, he says he enjoys sweet conversation, and you know, I have no doubt we're going to have a wonderful time here today. We have a very interesting <laughs> topic to discuss here, and um, this um came about um over i believe the previous week where um a man sent um a dm to um, an instagram account called beyond intimacy and he wrote her with a particular i think situation that he had and he wanted her to um you know ask her followers and then you know they can give their thoughts on it so i'm going to be reading it so we can understand you know in his own words exactly what he said now this came in phases and I would like and we are going to be discussing it in phases. The story is in two parts I'm gonna read the first part and then we're gonna discuss on and just about that before I bring the second part. So he goes thus I have been out of job for some time now, let's say two years. My wife has been running the family and I think she's cheating because I don't know how how a woman can pay school fees of two people, be wearing human hair and fixing nails from all from a small business. So my instinct tells me that she is cheating and she also renewed the house rent of three hundred and fifty thousand naira. The reason I'm writing you is that I can't tolerate cheating. So I question her as my wife and she said, I should leave the house, my own house. What can I do? so that was the um uh situation that he put forward to this um account, and so he's asked us what can he do so what what do you think he should do? you know if you were if you were to um lend your voice or you know we're just you know going to um put in one or two. What would you say about this particular situation? Would you ask him for the questions? What do you think, based on what he has just said now? I'd like to hear from uh, Mr. Shijo Ade, I'd like to hear from Adenike, I'd like to hear from Ayo and then I definitely also have my own opinion, which I'll be saying, you know, you know letting you know after um my fellow Jesus have given theirs.
1: Or more, <laughs> this this one eh, be like say Thai itai, itai up. Well, uh, in this case, eh, this man I must say his, his approach might not really have made sense, because if you feel that your wife is cheating on you because she could afford all those things that you might not have been able to afford, I think it would have been best for him to, first of all, have asked the wife uh is there anything extra that she's doing that is not presently aware of that she's that uh from which he's making extra income or th- stuff like that. So if uh probably the, the wife is able to say anything, he will be able to know what exactly the wife is doing. Probably it could be something that his wife could even introduce him to and then he'll be able to also make the best use of that opportunity. Well since the man has decided to Go the other way by challenging the wife, telling her, confronting her, telling her that she's cheating. And the wife has said, oh, you yeah, have pack out of the house. I beg this man just pack in, look, JJ. <laughs> because uh, with, with the way it's going, the, the thing may turn violent. It may finally lead to stories that touch. This man should go out of the house and then get himself a job. Let him go and fix himself. Because obviously, what the woman is saying is, "Oh boy, go and fix yourself." So if he can be able to fix himself, more likely they could finally have a resolution. But if not, I think it's good to just fix himself and then get a new life. Mm? I think um, I beg <laughs> this one. This one, you get us a bit, Jerry.
2: You're welcome to chister right Mister Shiju. It's nice to have you here with us, but I'm looking at you with high dough. <laughs> Your response made me laugh. That's a good one. Thank you to Cynthia. Okay, so let's get to the business of the day. Uh, you see, I read that man's um, post and um, the response he got from the person he sent the post to was quite hilarious. But I also think that that response implied that because it's not the one you know, financially responsible for the upkeep of the home at that moment, he really had no right to be suspicious or he had no right to question his wife's um, source of of, source of income. And I feel that, well, um, well, that didn't really sit right with me. Even some of the comments, you know, um, that I saw there was just like, well, guy, I mean, your wife is the one taking care of the home. So what are you talking about? Yes, just, you know, leave. Um, as she has asked you you know, to leave just carry your kaya and go and um, well I didn't think that that was when I read it I didn't think that that was good enough because I want to assume that uh, the man might actually have his reasons you know for being suspicious and um, uh, because I feel that All things being equal, the man would probably know, you know, um, how much his wife's business generates. He said it's a small business. I don't know what that entails, but I I am thinking that he would probably know, you know, how much she makes from that business. And then would know, you know, um, the extent to which that um, can or could um, take care of the home and also, you know, um, afford extra luxury, which he mentioned, you know, in his post. And um, I feel that that could have um, precipitated the concerns he has about, you know, um, how his wife was able to meet their needs and also afford you know, extra luxury because he has an understanding, at least a first hand knowledge of what his wife makes from a business. So and you might think, Oh, I think I don't think that you know my wife is making money just from this source. And while yes, I, I, I agree that it's not okay for him to just assume that she's cheating, but then it's also possible that um Maybe he's seen, you know, some kills here and there. Maybe there are things that we all have our suspicions sometimes, you know, about, you know, um, about certain things, and so uh, that might have precipitated, you know, him asking our questions, and then the answer he got was that he should leave. And I don't think that that is right because if the tables were turned. And it's a woman that comes to say that, look, um, I, because of this, because of that, you know, I have suspicions that, you know, about my husband, and I think it might be cheating. At baby, she even, you know, compresses with that. And then the next thing she gets, it's okay, we'll pack your loads then and, and get out of my house. I'm not, I don't think that the response will be the same. You know, I, I don't think uh, people will bash the woman for, oh, uh, confronting the husband with without suspicions so and um I, i just feel that what is good for the goose should be good for the gander and vice versa so um the fact that the man is not the one taking care of the home at that particular point in time does not mean that uh he he could not you know um ask his wife about well his suspicions that's 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 what i think and yeah he might not have gone about it you know the right way but you know for the right to now ask him to leave and you know uh people actually supporting that i i didn't it didn't sit
3: right with me hello welcome on board Ogashiju. great to record with you thank you for joining us i really wish i hadn't heard the wife's side of the story before saying this because hearing that side of the story has actually shifted what, my position. But let me see if I can just say this, assuming i would not heard that side of the story. And let's just stick with what the man has shared with us. So going by this side of the story, that's the man, I would say that the man has the right to ask questions if he feels like his wife is taking on more than he believes her income should Be able to afford, just like I would expect a woman that sees her husband spending lao lao to question the source of his income, particularly if she knows what he does and she does not see how he could afford what he's doing. So I think there's no problem with asking questions. But what I see is perhaps the tone with which he asked, who knows, we were not there, so we don't know. That's me assuming that was not heard from the woman, by the way. So, one thing, just speaking from his side of the story, you can't call a place your house when you are not the one paying rent, because obviously, if, if you are paying rent, that means that it's not your house anyway. But, you know, the people that would say my house when they are paying rent are the people that are actually paying the rent. So, that already begins to give the man's ego problems away. Because you can't call it your house when you are not the landlord. And you are not the one paying rent. So that's where the guy, matter gets K-Leg. That's where I'll come from. Assuming all I saw was the guy's uh, side of the story only. So I have a question for Gashiju. Is there a delicate way to bring up this matter of his auntie? You are spending more than I think you're earning. Is it possible, as in, is there a way that we can, it can be said that is actually will not come out as offensive? As in, what do you think about that? Then, uh, don't you think the wife should have shared what she was doing extra, assuming she was doing something extra uh, with the man? As in, should it be the man? Should she wait for the man to come and ask her before she shares the additional source? And, like you rightly said, if it's an additional source of income, why has she not proposed it to the man? Again, I'm saying I'm saying this assuming that we hadn't heard the wife's side of the story. And i will just like to say that I do agree with the point about the man getting a job. Because one thing I don't like is for someone to be unemployed and to also have a bad attitude. Because obviously, and you know that kind of uh, man saying, oh no, I can't do this job because I'm a graduate. I remember when I was in... We were having a couples retreat in church, and uh, one lady asked a question that I felt felt was a much-needed and valid question. She was like, why is it that women, even with their jobs, they are also doing some side hustle, you know, doing things, and they're selling hair, selling, doing makeup on the side. But when the man loses his job, he will now go like, oh, I can't do this job, I can't do that job because it doesn't defeat my status uh, so i think that's one thing that men ne- generally need to look at and see because for me i think that's why it seems like women tend to be more successful in quotes although some people will say oh there's bottom power but let's, let's even let's discount that with that with if a woman is out of a job and she's not lazy she most likely will do other things well, you find out most men saying, you find out that most men that lose their jobs are looking for white-collar jobs, they are know? So they're like, the woman should just understand, understand. And yeah, there's a place of understanding, but I think it's easier for the woman to be, when, if the man is actually showing that he he's trying to get something. So that was one point that I did agree when we were talking about it before we head the woman's side of the story.
0: Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Shiju. Thank you, um, Ayotini, Thank you, Adenike. And before um, you answer, Mr. Shiju, I need to, you know, um, say something and then probably add to what Adenike um, asked as well. So, yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start from the second sort of question that Adenike asked, which was that, um, sh- why didn't the wife, if it was something extra, you know, why didn't the wife like tell her husband or um, you know let him know that oh this was something was something extra that my, my, that might have been coming in? I remember initially when I um, and I read it, m- my first instinct was okay before the um guy before the man became out of work, like he said, you know, he was. How was he handling the finance of the house? Did he, he did, you know, did he used to look back into the way he settled his bills or he just did it, you know, he just collected his salary and just settled the bills and then, you know, him he, he he moved on. Or you know, or you know what his his wife knew exactly how much he was making, um and the bills that he settled, the cost of the bills, and all of that. If it was the later, then I would agree with the fact that oh, if it was something extra, she should have looped him in. And even even if even if it wasn't anything extra, if it was just a business, you know, our she, she, husband should be aware that oh, um, I make this um amount of money you know the, the house bill is um x amount of money i make y amount of money when i take x out of y you know this is how much we have left and all of that so i should be aware however if it's the former in the sense that um before Eb came out out of work um he just used to settle the bills you know she does she doesn't know how much he makes and um she just knows that bills get settled or he didn't make it a point of duty to sort of or a part of he didn't say anything you know letting her know how much he makes and you know how the house bills are settled if that is how their house or their home was being run prior to him being out of job then she might not have had the the initiative or whatever to you know think you know, he should know how she's running the house now that he's out of job. Because this, there's a precedent. There's something that was, has been. There's something that has been laid down. There's a way they used to do it before. And that's just by the way. And I remember that I was also thinking that okay, fine. Now that he doesn't have any job again, how did he think the house bill was going to be settled? You know, how, how did he think? What plans were on ground for the sustainability of the family when he became out of job? Did this sit down with his wife and say, oh, this is your small business. This is how much I think your business is making, you know? Um... Uh, um. This is how much our house bills. are. I don't think you you you, you um you make that much money. Be, you, I don't think you you make that much money to be able to settle what you know the ex, our expenses in this house. Or for the past two years, he just kept quiet and just thought that things were just going on. And then after two years, he just suddenly thought, oh my god, the money this woman makes is too is little. She she can't possibly be able to take up the house expenses then she must be cheating that's absolutely in my as far as i don't know i'm I'm just thinking is that not weird that's quite weird that's really really weird like what did you think that if that family family was going to be eating sand you know after he he wasn't working anymore also same and then there's this thing that um i think they mentioned about the fact that um um the man absolutely has a right to question her ah. i absolutely agree he does have um every reason to question her ah, ah. nobody I, I don't think there's any problem with that but the the thing is what kind of questions he asking he can ask about her finances and i also know that uh, mr shijo mr Shiju also mentioned it, that you know you should ask his wife about you know what's up with your finances i do agree with that he can ask her you know this is your small business what's your turnover how much are you you know how much do you make um our ex he himself doesn't know how much like i mean how much do you spend and you know monthly as a family how much is coming into the family he can ask questions about these things if it feels like over the last two years you know some things have been happening that he doesn't understand how they're able to um um, how they're able to make how they're able to sustain themselves but you didn't We are not questioning, I mean, from the right of did, he's not really, his problem is the fact that she must have been cheating because as far as it's concerned, the amount of money she's making cannot, um, cannot um, sustain the family. And he also made a point that she's, she's, she's also making human hair and fixing nails. Like, shouldn't, shouldn't she look good? Like, is that a problem? Or is that, for me, I just felt like he just came across like you know he 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 had ego problems, you know. But that's just what I you know. Obviously, I mean, I can agree that when 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 you listen to his side, there are several sides of the fence that you can stay on, and you know we can all decide where we want to stay on. Now, so um, like um. I don't think he has asked Ogashi that, um, how, well, pardon, his name is Ogashi Ogashiju, Ogashi Mr. Jwade, Mr. Shiju, all join. <laughs> so, um, is there really a way to, you know, to, I don't, to, I don't know, you know, why do we have to tiptoe around it? Is there a way, is there a way the question, you know, is there a way the question about finances can be asked from the woman, you know, and if so, how, you know, how can that be done before we then move on to the second part of the old story, because the wife did actually at least a bit you know she she let us into what was happening really in the house at least from our own point of view so I uh,
1: thank you for having me on the gist arena I'm so glad to be a part of this wonderful gist, like uh Cynthia said earlier, I love. Beautiful conversations. I love interesting conversations. I want to be a part of it. So, uh, I didn't care. You posed a question which uh, Cynthia has also uh, corroborated, uh, asking if there is a way that the man would possibly have asked the wife about her finances and uh, she wouldn't have found it offensive or made it look like she was kissing or something. So, I think uh, this thing boils down to how the home was before that time that the man began to feel like this. So at the time that the man did not have uh, any way of supporting the family and the wife was carrying all the bills for a whole two years, two years. So during this period, the man obviously should have at least found a way to support with the upkeep of the house. So if the man could not find a to support with the upkeep of the house at this point, He had a responsibility, yes, of course. He could question the wife. He could have all reasons to feel like something is going on. Yes, everybody has a reason to feel like that. Of course, it's because he loves the wife that he feels that jealous. I I quite agree with that. But at the point where he begins to suspect the wife of infidelity, it's all right for him to just summon the wife with love, try and cajole her. Appreciate her for all the things that she has been doing for the past two years or more. Uh, let her know how beautiful she is, how much he adores her. You know how women love to be praised, how women love to be adored, how women love to be cherished. <clears throat> let him make the woman feel as special as she can be. And then at that point, he will kind of chip in a bit where we say, "Ah, her. Uh, as, as much as I appreciate how much you spend on the family i'm beginning to think that this is too much of a burden on you how are you able to cope with this how are you able to afford this so <clears throat> it depends on the way the guy has presented this matter but i believe that if he presents it in a manner where he shows that he's so much in love with this woman he so much appreciates this woman and then he also shows that he's doing something to ensure that this condition does not last for a longer period sure even if the woman had been cheating on him the woman would not go as far as confronting him with a sack letter ah uh-uh. abba, the woman self get blood now so i really believe that the man could have done better in this so if the woman had any source of additional income Obviously, she should have shared with the man, which she didn't. And uh, I still want to believe that this boils down to how the home was before the incident happened.
0: I like when he says sack letter. his wife issued him with sack <laughs> but We would now see whether he deserved the sack that she issued, that she issued him or not. But before them, I do absolutely agree with you that manner of approach, you know, matters a lot. Um, words can definitely be used to convey, you know, you, you can think of conveying an information. In your mind, and the words, the way you put your words together, the way your tone, your in, your intonation, the way they deliver those words, will definitely contribute to how the intended information is ultimately passed across. Now, like, like I said earlier on, that um, this gist was in two phases. You know, the man came with his own. I know, I don't know if you, you know the way of this online gists come. When one party has come and presented a case in a particular way, having everyone, you know, sort of sway towards the side, or you just pass their comment and all of that. The second side of the coin comes running, and then that's exactly what happened in this particular situation. So, um, the wife also reached out, or I I don't know, maybe it was the person who the husband sent a message to that reached out to the wife, or maybe the wife reached out to her. Something just, you know, last last, we have the wife's uh, you know we have the wise point of view now again i'm going to read so that we can have what she said in our own words and i don't you know in process of summarizing you know over summarize and we don't get the information needed here goes the lady for your information i did not send him out i saw the rubbish post how can this how can i single undeadly take care of two kids I guess two kids and his aged mom living here for 4 years and himself I buy down to salt for 4 years he has not bothered to look for anything did you ask him how many times he turned down jobs because he doesn't be, it doesn't befit him as he claims even job of 80000 naira i believe so, a skincare business that has over 13 major distributors can't fend for a well-bodied family? He said I was cheating as he doesn't believe my business can do all I do and therefore he must see my account statement. Did he tell you he eats me when he is broke? Why do you believe I chased him away? Now, this was what the wife said and... You know, for me, this absolutely changes, you know, everything from, you know, the revelation that as opposed to what he said, he told us he was out of job for two years. He, his wife is saying he was out of job for four years. He's been out of job since he's still ongoing for four years. And now we also have um, a new revelation that even his um, his mom also stays with them. So it's not only you know the family not only the the couple and their two kids there is another um adult around also she has said that he also beat her so he hit her you know whenever he's broke and angry and which is you know going by history now is every time since he doesn't have a particular job we now also know that he has rejected jobs that like he has gotten or that as you know people have someone has helped him get because it's beneath him and we're talking about 80,000 at his 80,000 naira you know what 80,000 naira you know um wage he's rejecting that because he feels like it doesn't befit his status i wonder what status that is and now we also know that the small business that he claimed his wife um has is a skincare product and business that has at least thirteen major distributors. So I mean if you let's say I mean this be yes I, mean, I don't think that women qualifies to be a small business. That's and I mean that, that would be something huge. Especially because you know by his own account he said she um paid for the house rent you know three fifty she was able to renew the rent, the rent of the house which cost 350 thousand yeah? Ira as well as um pay the children's school fees and at least should be sustaining the house at least two years if you go by his own till, which you now know is four years now how does this second till um change for you does it change your initial opinion does it give you i'm sure it gives now clarity on you know what might be happening in their home or their situation what do you think about this new information that we now have You know what? What what advice would you um would you give the man since he was one that came out to us initially to even um uh inform us of what was happening in his house? According to you now, do you think he deserves that sack letter? That he uh, (laughs) according to Gashidra, do you think he deserves that sack letter? Let me hear what you think.
3: Okay, so first of all, the blogger was the one that reached out to her, uh, to the wife, so that he will, I don't know if he's a he or a she, so that we'll get both sides of the story. So this uncle, see why I said, I switched side? Any, any problem, it's any problem. The uncle get problem. He didn't talk about her skincare business. It is not a small business. And I think that's unfair. I think the man hitting her... He has even cancelled the whole matter. It has, it has changed the tone of everything, honestly. And then again, it's four years, not two years, and her, his mom is living with them. Uncle, be fearing God. Uh-uh, small, small. Then he's sponging off the lady, and then he still has the right to come and be asking jump questions. You have problem, uncle. Auntie's tired, Is tired. If you want to move out, we're going. And, you know, from her side of the story, she said she did not chase him out of the house. So, I don't like people that used to behave like this. I don't like it. As in, if you are going to do that, if you want to leave the house, go. Which one is the one that you are carrying a matter to go and be talking? Somebody has fed you and taken care of your mother and yourself for four years. You are now coming to come and be telling stories that touch. For me, I believe that there's the he said, she said, and the real thing that happened. And most often than not, we'll never hear because I'll still like to know how they went from well, that conversation to him leaving the house. So his own is too much. Then my question to the woman is that if he truly really has been hitting her, has she made, filed an official report? Because in this case we are talking of domestic violence and it is actually a crime in Lagos State and in some other states of Nigeria. So If that claim is true, I hope that they are going to take it as a criminal offence. It is not a family matter. Once, it is a crime and it needs to be reported. And I think even all over the country, we have the Violence Against Persons Act, which I think has been domiciled in a lot of states in Nigeria. So domestic violence is not something that you just... Gloss over because it has debilitating effects on both the victim and the people that have to witness the abuse. So it's, it's all her side of the story totally changes the whole thing. But all the same, I think somehow I, I don't believe we've got the full truth because there are still some gaps. There's probably a middle one, but if we are going by the wife's side of the story, we should be talking about her filing a report against him for at least physical abuse as well as financial abuse. And then it's still, I will still reiterate my question that I asked, but I think Oga Shiju missed, which is that, why is it that when men lose jobs, they will now come and be talking about how one job is beneath them? Imagine uh, him saying that an 80K job is beneath him, so he would rather not contribute anything. And then take a job that, for as long as it's a legal job, because she didn't tell us that part. But I'm assuming that it's something that does not require him to break the law. It's not against his faith or anything of the sort. sort. It just feels like it's bigger than that. And in my opinion, I think that's just what I was talking about. And I find find out that most times it's men that have gone to school that behave like that, and I find it annoying because. I think there's dignity in labor. Whatever it is you can do that you will be able to look proudly at your children and say, oh, I shine shoes for a living. There's dignity in labor. You don't have to be an engineer or a doctor before you get the dignity. But if you're a shoe shiner and you are the best around, there's dignity in that. So I hope, the, I hope the men will begin to understand that. In fact, the lady I was telling the story, she was talking about that. Even if you're going to drive an Uber, do it. Okay, it kind of takes me to the story that we had read in, on Twitter, I think, about this Uber driver that picked uh, a woman and her son, and the son was pressing his phone, and the woman told the boy that if he doesn't face his books, he will end up like that Uber driver. And the Uber driver stopped and said after dropping them off that he stopped and he cried for a while. And I mean, who we were like, why did you cry? There's dignity in labor. So I hope men will begin to understand that, that there's dignity in labor. The fact that you're driving an Uber, the fact that you shine shoes, the fact that you're a gate man, you know, those jobs that we look down on, does not make you less of a human because you are, Earning a living, you're not begging, you're getting paid for providing services, and I hope that we'll have more men who do not mind taking on blue-collar jobs when they lose their white-collar jobs, just in order to ensure that their families are catered for financially. So that's that's those are my thoughts really. I
2: beg it deserves the sack letter. Oh, yes. I mean I... All right, brother, I ain't gone. The, the, the brother is, is, is sick. He must be sick. All right. I, like when I read the um wife's side of the story and I saw that he beats her, that scattered the table, you know, completely shattered the table. That's strike one for me. You know, he, I, under no circumstance would I even be comfortable that a man, you know, raises his hand on his wife. So you, you, for what? He, he beats her when he's broke. So you, you you turn your frustration on, on the woman. What, 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 what for? What's the reason behind that? That That is a no-no. So that's strike one. Then two, the man is rejecting jobs. Really? I mean, brah, brah. I, I, are you normal? You know, <laughs> in, in Mr. McCurry's voice. Like, I, I, if I see the man, I would like to ask him, you know, if he's normal at all for rejecting jobs so how comfortable is he allowing you know the his wife to show that all of that responsibility and if the tables were turned, I would ask the woman the same thing especially you know if it's a woman who is working and then lost a job and now she's now rejecting offers and everything like that allowing the man to show that you know all that responsibility when she could you know, get something doing. I I will ask her the same thing again. I know that there are dynamics, you know, in different homes as regards to that. So that's not the point that I'm trying to make. The point is, if you if you had something to do, you know, that contributes to the upkeep of the family, and now you lost your job, and um, you're now getting offers that can at least help relieve the burden on your spouse. And you now sit down somewhere and you're saying, no, this job is beneath me. I can't. Uh, is something wrong with you? Uh, no. So that's strike two, You know, for me, I, I um, and I, I I I am thinking now that it, it would probably also be the kind of man that will sit at home, you know, doing nothing, and we still expect the woman, you know, to also um show that the other responsibilities at home, you know, the, the other physical responsibilities as regards house chores, you know, and every other thing. So he's not helping at all. No financial help, no physical help, no, you know, no kind of help. You no, know, that now we're wrong now. That's, that's not acceptable as far as I'm concerned. So, um, yes, he deserves. In fact, I, I can come and help her, you know, um, help her, help him pack his load <laughs> or something like that but i just you know the the wife's um side of the story just um changes uh it changes my perspective about the whole thing i just i feel that um the man was uh he, di- he didn't try he didn't try at all at all at all at all and then he's asking for bank statement after the woman you know has told him that uh my job well i want to believe she she must have explained to him that our skincare business, you know, is has 13 major distributors, which, you know, already shows that that business is doing very well, at least considerably well. And then you, you're still saying, I don't believe you. I need bank statement. Bank statement, call. Um, um Why is he not asking for a neem, a pin, you know, and uh, a tin and all other stuff? I beg you should go and pack to one side. But having said that, I I want to quickly, you know, react to something that I picked from Mr. Shiju's um last response. And um for instance, you know, he mentioned um like when he was talking about how the man can approach the woman you know about a business like oh how are you making more money and everything like that and then you know you mentioned something like because this woman for you know her whole two years you know she's been um carrying the financial burden of the home and everything like that and for me you know i'm just wondering because i feel like you know sometimes when we talk about gender parity. It seems to me like most times we um move back and forth. You know, we, we 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 don't pick a struggle kind of. And here's what I mean. So if um the man, if the man was working, we know that he he, he would probably be the one to show that, you know, the financial responsibility at home, probably even, you know, all the financial responsibility or the, you know, um the large or larger chunk you know of that responsibility and now that he is out of job um his wife steps up which is what you know i think should naturally happen you know because it's it's two coming together as one to run a home to run a family so if one is lacking in an area um because of unforeseen circumstances and he, there's really nothing the person can do do at that particular moment, the other person will step up. So now um, this man, maybe when he was working for years now, he's been the one shouldering the responsibility, you know, the financial responsibility at home. But now um, that has now become the woman's um responsibility, so to speak. But then we are now looking at he her see, she's she's doing something you know out of the ordinary. And I'm wondering why. Why does it feel like she's now doing something out of the ordinary? But then when the man was doing it, it was more like, or I mean, we, we see it as it's normal. That's what a man should do. Okay. But then it's not normal for a woman to, you know, show that the responsibilities at home, the financial responsibilities, if you know, she has to step up. If the husband does not have what he is doing, you know, right at that moment. So um, why does it feel like or why do we see it like that? That's you know, we feel like, oh, she's now doing something out of the ordinary. I, I think for me, you know, I just wonder about it. So probably somebody can, you know, help me with that. What what's extraordinary in voices, But the man has been doing it all the while. So if she if it's now a turn because of the turn of events why why does it seem like she's doing something you know out of the ordinary, although again, um I would still you know say that I would expect the man to also um relieve her of other burdens at home, not that he would still be sitting down, you know reading news so far in the sitting room, expect a woman to go out there uh, bringing money. And then she's still the one running around, you know, doing all of that, doing runs here and there. I, I, I if that's the case, then I I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't really agree with such arrangement, but if the man is genuinely, you know, doing every other thing that he needs to do to help the woman, you know, at home to um, relieve her of other burdens, why, then does it not look like she's doing something extraordinary if she's shouldering the financial responsibility at home? Maybe somebody can help me with that. Thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, finally, finally. I think we are co- we are all coming to agree that the man really messed up. Like the man deserves a big, big, big sack letter. In fact, I want to uh, borrow Mr. Macaroni's voice to tell the man, I, you are not doing well. Yes, because it's not doing well at all. Well, uh, let me quickly uh, address the issue as for the role that gender parity plays. So Ayotunde was asking that why should it be a big deal that the woman is taking up so much responsibility when if the man had not been, in this case, jobless, it would have been shouldering similar responsibilities and it would still have been no issue. Well why it is a big deal in most cases when it is the other way around is that most men are not supportive of their wives. Most men do not support with anything at all, especially when they do not especially when they are unable to contribute financially. So a lot of men think that money does it all like money does it all so when they cannot contribute financially they do not even know how else to contribute so in a lot of cases this is what happens when the men cannot contribute financially they do not do anything so imagine that uh, the the woman had to uh, had to go to work and then she comes back late while uh, she had to pick up the children from school, she goes to probably uh, a shop or something and then comes back at night to get food prepared and something. And then the man had been home all day. In over 90% of cases, the man would not do anything. He would still wait for that woman to come back home uh, to tidy up things, to clean the house and then cook food for him to eat. Yes, I'm not saying that it is uh, wrong for a woman to cook or that it is not supposed to be part of the things that she should do. But <laughs> what makes it wrong either for the man to cook and then the woman comes and the man is like, wow, my wife, I've prepared something nice for tonight. Yes, it may not be an everyday thing, but it should be seen to at least be trying to do something. She should be trying to... Uh, to make the wife happy just like it should be the other way so but on the other side if it was in most cases when women do not even have jobs to support their husbands financially you see that they do a lot of things that even money cannot do right so uh i don't want to be like i'm kind of staying on the side of the women too much on this discussion but uh, of course that's how it is in our society of today okay without uh wasting time let me quickly talk about uh the issue of men not wanting to take up jobs because they feel like it is below their standard yes a lot of uh edu- educated men do not want to take up blue collar jobs but I must be very sincere with you, whether it is blue color, black color, yellow color, whatever color you want to call it. A good job is a good job. A job where you feel uh, where you feel safe when you call it a job, a job where you do't do have to run from the law enforcement agencies, a job where you can always call your uh, a job that you can always call your own. So, when you do any kind of job, regardless of what it is, whether you're a taxi driver, whether you are a cleaner, whatever whatever you do, put your best at what you do. So, what makes you feel either right or wrong about the job? It is yourself, not the job. So, there's nothing wrong with the job. There's only something wrong with the person who feels like the job is worthless. So it is the person who does not appreciate or who does not know what a being of value is. They tie, they, uh, they tend to tie their value to what job they do rather than tying the value to what they believe in about themselves or what uh, they actually are or who they actually are in this case. So a lot of men do this and I think it's very wrong. I know somebody who works at the Tinkan Island Port the person works uh, as, uh, uh, how do I describe this? This person works with one of the uh, clearing agents. I can tell you that this lady from clearing of cars and the likes makes about 30,000 on a daily basis, right? So imagine what white collar job will give you that kind of value where you can get as much as 30,000 on a daily basis. So if you calculate Uh, 30,000 for 30 months and for 30 days in one single month. Imagine how much that would be and tell me which white collar job of today will will offer you that kind of amount as a starting salary. So whether it is white or black or blue, whatever the color of the collar, a good job is a good job. Next, men begin to take pride in themselves and I hope that the conversation will be ongoing and men will continue to value themselves or will begin to value themselves rather rather than believing that their self-esteem should be tied to where they work.
0: In fact, uh, Mr. Shijuadeh has mirrored what I wanted to say regarding the reason why, we, why you know, it's a big deal when a woman is the you know uh, the one that is the financial um provider for the home and um why we don't you know why it's not a big deal so to say when is the man that is doing it as that has even become like the norm. You know, it's expected that a man should do that. For me the reason is most often than not this is in the situation where the man is the sole um the sole um financial provider for the home it happens that it happens that there is um, a sort of um, untold agreement it can even be a, a told agreement that the woman should uh, manage the home front um, raise the case and basically render all support that that is non-financial in nature and that has to do with the family the man on the other hand will probably go out to work and come back. Maybe you no know, go out in the morning, come comes back in the evening, and like um, Mr. Shijuade said, would not provide. In most cases, not even provide any um help support to his wife in terms of raising the family, you not know, just doing things around the house. So all of this falls on the woman, and she would do it. You know, without complaining, and even if she complains, there's nothing that can be done. She's not she's not the one that is making the money, anyway. So she takes her l in peace you know Now, but when the tables are turned and for some reason the husband loses, loses his job and then you know the woman has to step in to help like in this particular situation i think since we want to turn the tables the table should turn properly the man should as well come and start you know supporting the family on the home front so like taking care of you know things that the house would need you know, taking care of the children since, since his home anyways he's, he's not working so taking care of the children making their meals taking care of his mom and all of that stuff if you probe further now you realize that it's still this particular woman that is still you know bringing the uh bringing all the finances needed for the running on the sustainability of the family that will still come back and still come and do these same things that is there that um, a woman who's not working will be doing she's still doing it anyways even with the fact that she's the one that is bringing in you know the money that they're using to sustain themselves and so that's where the that's why the the equation is never balanced it's never it is just never balanced you know, if there is no um task on the home front for the woman to do in terms of maybe taking care of the kids or the home, I don't see a reason why um a woman should, you know, stay at home and not work, except of course herself and the husband have agreed that you know she should not work and is gonna cater for them and all that. But that's an entirely different story on its own. But the thing is that the the the, the um the scale is never equal it's just never equal by nature women are nurturers so that the responsibility of nurturing the family always falls on them so that's why most often than not on the male side of things you know, i think we always generally expect that where they can pull their strength they can always bring in more money than maybe the woman brings in that's about maybe the traditional um sort of allocation of task where he can contribute a lot which is bringing finance he should bring it in and when when he is not bringing finance, and then the woman is doing so, it's totally normal that he should pick up that um, home front responsibility. But where he's not doing it, that's where you're going. We're going to have problem because there's no way the woman is going to feel there's going to be something wrong. And then, I mean, going we, even with this particular um, situation we're referring to, you know, it's, it's not the woman that came out to come and you know tell us about you know, what's going on in her home. So even if she's frustrated or whatever, she's taking. She's taking it she's taking her air in peace again, like most women will. It's the man that is not doing anything, that is now coming to say that is, that is now coming to question what um um what uh um the source of fund of his wife, questioning it to so even beating her. I, I mean like you like you said, like you all like you all said, the fact that he's even beating her is a game changer. And I do agree with Adelike where she said that he should be thinking of um she should be she should be thinking of um um uh, reporting and then bringing up a case of domestic violence against him. I think she she absolutely should, especially because it's very annoying that you know he's had um the opportunity for you know to get jobs that will probably pay him, but that he's not willing to take them because he feels it's below par and um. It's not, it's it's just not up to his standard or status and, you know, all of that. Now, um, let me quickly ask something. So, in a situation where, you know, a woman has found herself um, being the primary breadwinner and um, the home front responsibility is also weighing her down, how do you think she can um, safely communicate this to her husband and she, I mean, maybe the guy is not working or I not found something at the time. How can she? Because you know, naturally, I no, I don't want to say naturally because I mean most in most cases, men would not. I mean, even Ogashidoadi also um corroborated it as co- corroborated excuse me that the men would probably just sit down from morning till night and say, wait for the woman to come back and they come and make me and all of that. How can a woman like communicate this to a partner that's sir <laughs> I mean, this never is is not um, it's not helping us because I remember that you know we spoke about manner of approach, the way the man um sort of communicated what it, what it, what was un, what was unclear to him, how he communicated to his wife, which we like, it wasn't really that good. How can a woman communicate um a displeasure regarding the fact that her husband is not helping her or anything? How do you think that can be done that wouldn't cause a problem for the family?
3: Okay. Um. Thanks for that question, Cynthia. Love it. I'm going to come to it. Well, I probably will talk about it as I'm talking about my 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 response or reaction to Doctor Ayotunde's um question about uh, why it seems like we overhype the woman when she's the one that is um bringing in the money and the man does not bring in anything. I I totally agree with what Cynthia and um, Olga they have said on that matter. I would just like to add a bit more to it. Most often than not, apart from the fact that the man is not even doing anything to support her non-financially, then you also have cases where the, the lady is being gaslighted. In this particular case, someone is saying maybe she's cheating. You know, she she begins to go through even emotional torture. It's like she's being punished for earning more than the man. You have some cases where they will say she's using his destiny. You have some case where they will say that uh, uh, she has turned him to Beudani. Beudani means hold this cloth for me, kind of husband, and that uh, she's manipulating him spiritually. So, you know, you're dealing with the pressure of building a business, running a home, and then you're also dealing, and then factor in the fact that the guy's mother is there again. It just changes all the dynamics, things that she she would want to do. She's not, even, she's not even free to express herself most often than not because you have the case where the mother-in-law is on her matter and what are you doing to ensure that your husband is uh, gets a job? Uh, you know, you have all of those things that you're doing. They'll go like, oh... And uh, the Bible says that he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor. That uh, she since he married her, there has been no favor in his life, so you know she becomes responsible for his irresponsibility as well. So that, and you don't have those kinds of cases when the tables are turned. If the woman is not working, of course, she's supporting non financially, but no one harasses the man that uh, his wife is not working he they don't he doesn't get all those extra pressures here and there so that's why it seems like we are overhyping the woman because she's dealing with a lot more than you can know you know she's kind of made responsible for his irresponsibility And uh, in this particular case, we know that this guy is a problematic human being. So you can imagine that he's probably not doing anything to support her non-financially. In fact, he's dashing her blows instead. So obviously, most often than not, that's the case. You know, even in the cases where you hear of some men that took their wives abroad and then the woman started earning more. Then they will tell you that she's no longer submissive, kiniko, kiniko, and you know, all of those things always come up when it's like the woman earning more than the man, and uh, you know, she's being punished for being successful, and the thing is becoming a bit too much, it's, it weighs her down. Like Cynthia said, she has taken her L in peace, is this man that has refused to take his own L? In peace, is still accusing her again of infidelity. You know, she's just been gaslighted. She's been she's dealing with all of those emotions. Doesn't mean that there are no women that are that become funny because they started earning more. But most often than not, if you check in those cases, sometimes when the man was earning more, he was probably a terrible person to her. Not that I'm justifying what the woman in that case is doing anyway. Okay, so to answer Cynthia's question about how do how you deal with the fact that um, how a lady presents her case when she feels like she's not getting the kind of emotional support or non-financial support she needs from her husband in such a scenario where he's not providing finances, of course, I think uh, she should there's a way they both communicate with each other normally when they are in a good mood maybe they go out if they ever have such um they ever have such um interactions of course it's possible maybe when you're watching tv you see a scenario like this and you're like oh darling don't you think this guy should be more supportive uh sometimes some men what ye i don't know how to speak in english they have what you know they are very very stubborn they are very it's hard to get through to them so in some cases of course i'm a christian i will say you pray about it there's nothing you can't take to the lord in prayer and god will show you a way to pass it across in a way that is not offensive if after all you've tried all of that i like to use the The steps that Jesus gave us in the Bible when He was saying that if your brother offends you, first of all, you talk to him, and if he doesn't listen to you, you go with some elders, people that He respects, for them to help you pass the message across in a way that is not too offensive. I'll give an example when we just uh, had our daughter, uh, you know, it was there was this thing of, Oh, yeah, the mother, you should do more, and all and uh i didn't feel totally supported by my husband of course he was doing his best which i wanted to uh, bring this point up and i forgot before in some cases the men even actually mean well but they haven't men are not naturally trained to take care of the non-financial parts of the home so even the guy with the best intentions sometimes doesn't even know what to do uh, so I've in, back to my story. So I felt like he wasn't doing things the proper way, but uh, I was just like, well, whatever. I took my L in peace. And um, so we went to visit a couple. I think we had just moved into a new house. Yeah. So we went to see our landlord and landlady with a baby to greet them. And uh, the landlord just of his own volition. I hadn't had any chat with him, nothing. Of course, I always pray about everything. And um, he just started telling us the story of when he had their first baby and they were out of the country and uh, he was more or less alone and his wife had given birth via caesarean section and he found out that he had to be the one doing all of the baby care and all of that, that he had to learn by force. It is, You know, he just kept going on and then he started giving my husband his uh, own uh, fatherly advice on how to ensure that it's not, the book is not left only to the mother. And, you know, I was just in awe I, because I hadn't discussed anything with this man. And, uh, you know, when we got home, I says laughing and saying, you see, the Holy Spirit is going to reveal your matter to somebody else. Something of the sort. I just kind of made light of it. And I realized that afterwards, he, I started seeing more, participation from him so i'm not uh, a i'm not like i have said in the previous broadcast i'm not a confrontational kind of person i always believe that there's always a way that we can deal with issues without it getting ugly and everybody fighting and for me the the easiest way i have found is to first of all take the matter to the lord in prayer god will show you what to do and then you speak with him in the best time so you have to make sure that you he's in a good mood There's not when people are fighting about no money that you know in fact if you don't even do anything in this house i don't think that would be well received i think uh if you find a light a lighter time to say oh i want us to talk please can we have a conversation and then you know you already start off and you're like uh um i don't mean this in any wrong way if there's a good way and a bad way to take it uh, that this thing means i mean the good one and um, i would just like to let you know that um many times I, I feel like i'm carrying more than i can handle in this house and i i'm sure you won't want me to break down uh, because if i break down then you know that the entire engine we've been running on one engine and if that engine breaks down you know how things will be. And so I'll appreciate a bit more support from you and even your mom. Then she can even recommend that, uh, is it possible for them to, for maybe her sister or his cousin or someone, another person to come in so that that one can help her? Because most of them, they're not this man. They don't know, even if they have good intentions, they don't know how to do the housework anyway. So she's like, oh, can we bring in maybe, your cousin because you know there are some cases where the same men who are not doing anything uh, the lady gets in help the man now begins to even harass the help so bring in his family member maybe his younger family member let him let it be that he's molesting his family if he decides to go that route and you know, so you you recommend that to him and say, Oh, I think I'm going to need help. So he now says, Oh no, why do you want to go and bring somebody when I'm in this house? You know, there's a wise way to handle this thing. And if it's a problematic person, bring in the help anyway. If you know that is the kind of person that has plenty of Wahala, make sure that it's not a living help. Bring someone that can that will come and go and you probably would supervise the person because this in this case she's a businesswoman so she can uh, for me i would think the major chores are uh, basically watching after the children uh, cleaning the house washing clothes etc and all of these things can be managed they can be outsourced such that by the time she comes home in fact if you like self get people to cook soup and all for you they deliver in your shop and when you get home you just come with your stew that you've carried that you've brought from the office or from the shop and you go and warm it somebody has made mala for you you heat it up and then you are as in if you are buying human hair and all of that you probably can afford to do that instead of getting back home and then that's when you start cooking soup yourself and you more or less since he has decided to make himself redundant you could make him redundant and you run your thing like he's not there and because you're a good person, you can still give him food because you've always done. I know, I know a, fem- a female minister that said that if you have that kind of husband, what you will do for him is after you and your children are satisfied yourself outside, if eating well, you will make sure that in the house is beans, is Gary that him and his mother are taking until they are tired. But I will not, I would say that at least be a kind person. Give them, add, sometimes add a bath. Sometimes that's eh? right So for me, that's what I would recommend for the woman that wants to talk it out and have an honest conversation with the man. Thank you.
2: Thank you, everyone, for providing answers to my question. And I'm really glad that I asked that question because now um, it's brought, you know, helps some other issues. I do agree with everything you know that um, you have all said because I did mention earlier that it'd be so worrisome to even discover that the man is not providing any form of support you know for the wife so at the end of the day the wife is the one that is solely responsible financially and you know in every other way um and for me i just think that uh, this is the kind of conversation that we need to keep having you know over and over because uh uh, Mr. you said something about some men believing that it's all about money. So when they drop money, you know, that's all it is. And so when the tables are turned and they're not bringing money, they don't, you know, think that they should still do any other kind of thing at home or around, you know, that would lend support to the woman. And um, I actually think that we need to, you know, I mean, that mindset needs to change because even in this day and age now, that the woman is bringing him money, you know, in some, in many cases now, you know, to support the husband, the woman is still the one expected to do practically every other thing that goes into uh building her home, and I I, I think that that is wrong. I think that both parties would need to come together and um support, you know, each other so that the home runs seamlessly and one person is not overburdened. I really think that that is a very important um, thing we need to keep discussing until, you know, we probably get it right. I also picked um, something from what Adenike, you know, said about um, the kind of emotional trauma a woman who is even, you know, who is solely responsible at home that is financially now you know the 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 kind of emotional trauma she might go through you know with some other things that might be happening around her things like gaslighting, things like you know um um blames you know that she might get from different quarters you know how we are now in this uh, part of the world and um i remember that while we were discussing this i also mentioned that i don't you know really like the fact that i have an issue you know with um the fact that the woman sometimes, you know, when she is the one bringing in money or she has more money, you know, she's expected to now even do extra, you know, like bend over backwards, probably even lay flat, you know, so that she can massage the man's ego and then he doesn't feel insecure and every other thing like that because she has more money and I'm like, why? I mean, for me, if anybody has an bloated ego because of their gender, You know, they should be the one to go find out to figure out you know, their issues and find a way to resolve the issue and not that they would put, you know, that burden on the woman again. So the woman has to kind of like, you know, do extra stuff, work on headshells, you know, do all those kind of stuff because she doesn't want the man to feel somehow. When she's already bearing so much burden, I have an issue with that kind of mindset. I I, I think it is wrong. And again, we just need to, you know, keep talking about these things and, um, put some of these things to an head because it's really not fair, you know, sometimes on, um, the woman, but then, you know, of course there are men who are pulling their weights and, um, kudos to, um, great men and women out there. Okay. Um, now to answer Cynthia's question, well, I will just, um, I think I would uh, copy Adenike. (laughs) You know, I agree that um, uh, the woman would need to approach it delicately and wisely. Okay. And of course, um, uh, uh, prayer. Yes. Prayer, please. I mean, I am one of those who believe that God is concerned with even the most you know, insignificant thing, the things that we think, you know, are uh, so insignificant in our lives. God is concerned about them. You know, God is concerned about us. So for me, there is nothing you cannot take to God in prayer. I talk talk to God about practically anything, everything, like I mean every single thing about myself, things, anything about me that you can think of, you know, if I just need to at least offload sometimes yeah i would just say god this thing that thing so yeah i believe you know um in that and i think that you know a woman should yeah you 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 you, you ask for wisdom even to approach in such matters so that it it doesn't sound somehow you know or it appears like probably you're you know trying to be you're trying to be funny okay so she needs to approach it delicately. But then, um, you know, that, that last last aspect of um, giving me a bow, blah, 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 that I didn't give us, and I was just laughing. Ah, wow, well, all I would just say is, you know, I just want to pray and encourage that, you know, such men should also be reasonable, okay? So, because if if you have to talk to the man, and then she, he's being stubborn, he's not even reasoning with you, and, you know, he's even turning it against you, making it, you know, into such a big deal, Ha! It's it can be quite problematic because what would you now, I mean, what would the woman now do, you know, if the man, you know, refuses to lend the support that she's requesting, what would she do? I mean, it's such, I just think that, you know, um, some of these barriers need to, you know, they they need to break down. They need to go. Some of these ancient beliefs and all of that. They just need to go because I, I don't know what should, what would a woman do in such situation. For instance, because if she if she if she decides to okay, I'm going to take the drastic measure now because I have done everything you know, humanly possible you know to do to to make the situation you know um um a, at least as easy as possible on on the man yet is is not reasoning with me if she decides to go drastic now She she she's still the one that would you know chop bloom okay and all of that so I just think that in that situation let's just pray and hope that as she approaches it you know delicately the man will also be reasonable enough so I understand to see things from our point of view and you know do the needful Then um, lastly, I just also picked something from Madinika, you know, saying that um, some men, even with the best intentions, sometimes they don't know what to do because they were not trained, you know, that way. And that's a vital point. And so we'll still throw it back to parents. Um, Please, this generation, let's teach our children, not just the female children. Let's teach our male children, too, you know, um, about these things. So that they become, you know, the men that that we really want them to be, and not um, the ones that we don't want them to be, you know, um, something like that. So uh, that's all I have to say about that. Thank you.
1: So a lot of points have been made so far. Ayotunde, Adenike, Ay, well done. Uh, let me just add this: we have a problem of toxic masculinity. Uh, this boils down to. The kind of upbringing that uh, a lot of male children, most of which are now men, the kind of upbringing that they have. So, I want to quickly uh, give an instance of myself. There was a the time I came fourth in class and I got this question. Talogbe first in class said, uh, It's a girl who came second is a girl. And the question is, this. To be in my first at the second my Like why should you be in a class and you allow the female gender to overtake you? So it's not even about how intelligent they are. The problem is they are female and they should not overtake you as a male. So this kind of mindset is what a lot of us have grown up to become uh that's that influence the way we are today so whether you've grown up with this mindset or not it is important that regardless of the kind of mindset that you have grown up with growth is a constant thing everybody needs to have a growth mindset so if you now know that some of those ideas i grew up with are toxic ideas ideas that do not conform with what should be normal then you should consciously begin to unlearn those behaviors. So, some of those things are things that I personally have uh, unlearned and I've learned what is ideal. Right? So, I've been able to learn that the roles of men and women in the society are changing to what it should be. So, before we had the society predefining some roles for what the men should do what the females should do but we now know we now see women breaking the glass ceiling reaching where uh men believes that was basically for them we can see Ngozi uh, Okonjo-Iweala recently appointed WTO uh president which uh is the first time we we can see Kamala, uh Kamala Harris being the first female vice president in the US We have seen a lot of countries with their first female presidents. Those were roles, originally talks, that were, uh, how do I put them, Uh, were specific for men. So women are breaking the glass ceiling, changing the narratives. So why should any man not now realize that the norm is that whoever is fixed to do something should do and not... Uh, with the predefined rules that gender, has, that society has assigned to gender. So having said all of this, I want to appreciate the fact that women are doing a lot. I'm somebody who is so passionate about women. Yes, I love women a lot. I appreciate women for all that they do and I have learned to cherish women for all the beautiful work that they do so adenike cynthia ay i want to tell you that the beautiful work that you are doing i really really find it amazing i cherish you and you are doing awesomely well Uh, if there's anything that needs to change in how things are presently in the society. I think number one should be how we train our children, how the kind of upbringing we give our children, the kind of mindsets that we allow our male children, especially imbibe while growing up. So everybody should learn that it is the role of everybody to take care of their homes. It's the role of everybody to know how to manage money. It's the role of everybody to do things that any other person can do. So when you are in the house, do not assign your girls to watch the plays and then leave the boy to watch uh football or play table tennis while that goes on. And we're gonna have a better society, uh, for kinda lot. So I know that all of us are playing this role, are playing our own roles in making the society what it should be and I want to appreciate you because Having women at the forefront of this kind of burning discussion is an amazing thing. Thank you so much for all that you do. I can't appreciate you enough. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Ayotunde. Thank you, Adenike. Let's keep this conversation ongoing.
0: And with this, we're joined to the close of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to us thus far. We really do appreciate it. I definitely had a fun time um gisting with my fellow gisters, Adenike and um Ayotunde. And I want to give a special shout-out to Mr. Wade. In fact, the ginger with which you came, you know, to gist with us today, I definitely felt, and I know that my other co gisters would also say the same thing i found i caught myself laughing <laughs> at some of the um uh, comments and illustrations that you were making just shows that you're a very fun person and um it makes us really really happy to know that we have wonderful men wonderful guys like yourself that does you know making this thing work and we do appreciate it we do appreciate you you, you also appreciated us we you know, my on behalf of myself, uh, Madini and Ayotunde, we also appreciate you. We thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. Um, now to our listeners, you know, we've spoken about, um, we touched on a number of issues on this episode: gender parity as it relates to gender role, um, uh, manner of approach between couples, um, why we think it's a force when it's a woman that is uh, providing in the home um you know just a lot of other things now if you feel like um we were supposed to have said something or you know you don't agree with our point of view please do um leave us a comment we would love to de- um read from you look for you know we are open to opposing views and if you, if you think that we um did hit the nail on the edge please also leave us um, a comment and you know would we definitely love to um read from you in addition to that please follow us on our instagram account at gist arena with a double a so the arena as double a follow us on instagram like our post and also leave a comment there as well um until next time to have a wonderful one and stay safe Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of just Arena. we hope you enjoyed the topic discussed please drop your comments and let us know what you think about it we'll definitely love to hear from you until next time bye